Are there problems in Kalesque? Oh, there are problems in Kalesque. Yes, with capital P. And R. Yes. And Kalesque. Yeah. <laughs> Kalesque. All right, my friends, you're going to need to stop slapping people. I, I, I have a quick question out of character. With the monk's ability that tranquil mind thing, one condition, this count as a condition? It really doesn't. It's a whole different, it's not, you know, not. I not tried, Jesse. Good luck. He gonna murder you. Chapter 147, The Mind Traveler. Okay. So in the last episode, you guys actually made some nice progress figuring out the problems in Kalesque. And are there problems in Kalesque? Oh, there are problems in Kalesque. Yes, with capital P. And R. Yes. And Kalesque. Yeah. <laughs> Kalesque. And... Uh, yeah, they, they are having some major agricultural problems that maybe you guys can help solve. You'll just have to see. And uh, then you guys were uh, headed back out after doing that and going by the hide merchant and, and getting a, a shield made. Uh, and uh, you guys were headed back out the door and you guys were going to uh, catch an airship over to uh, Porta Magnum. And then what happened? Someone showed up. Aloha. Yeah, Lowell showed up, and now you're back in the endless plane. Now, as I recall, this endless plane is—I believed it's an illusion. Am I the only one who remembers that? I mean, we know they're illusions, I think, but we just don't know how to get out of them reliably every time. I mean, we've only been in it once before. We've been in it twice. Oh, right. But those times we didn't know it was unreal. So how do we get out of illusion? Well, let's look well, around. Look around. Let's, our uh, sorcerer supreme going to try to counter? Well, um, why don't we guys have you guys sit up here? And uh, once again, you guys wake up and you're staring up at the black sky. And as you sit up, the very edge of the horizon is rimmed with a little bit of violet. That kind of delineates the sky from the ground. And everything else is just this uniform, gray, featureless plane. Except this time, off in the distance, you can see what looks like a figure walking in your direction. This isn't good. Let's stand up. We should send someone to go scout it out. But first things first, I'm going to check to see if I he did steal the phylactery. Um, it does not appear to be in your collection of objects. Great. And is my, my raptor still with me? 
Um, actually, it's very interesting. None of your pets are with you. The owl, the owl is not there. The hamster is not there. The uh, Dionicus is not there. It's just where did where did we end up the last time when we all killed each other? Uh, that where was did the we first end up time. after? That wasn't the last time. The last time was A B C and D, which was stupid with S E A C. What? With uh, the four statues. Right, but where did we end up after? Like after we left the the end of the A B C D one, we ended up at the bottom of Low Owl's Tower. No, no so we ended one. up right back where we were when exactly. we yeah, you, you, yeah. You reappeared wherever you. Wherever so, you I want to try something. I'm gonna reach into my pack and piece of meat and dangle it where where uh, Rapti would be, and see if something snaps it. Nothing happens. And you notice the figure getting larger and larger. It, it's walking towards you, but not directly towards you. It looks like, you know, if he keeps on this path, he's going to pass about 10 feet to your left. How big do we think it is? It appears to be a medium-sized humanoid. But now that it's gotten closer, um, it's like no humanoid you've ever seen. Um, it has pointed ears. Uh, but not quite elf-like pointed ears. Its nose is almost receded into its face. Like it has almost no nose at all. Its skin is this yellowish-green color. And it's completely bald. And it either has natural markings or tattoos. They're kind of like lines and dots that kind of go back from about mid-cranium onto the back of the head as near as you can tell. It's wearing very interesting clothing. It has breeches on. It has um, this kind of, it's kind of a combination between a vest and a cape, if you will. It's, uh, you know, it looks like a fancy cape, but it uh, um, gathers in the front and the back all the way to the ground, but has no sides. Uh, it just is wearing kind of bracers of a similar material and also has kind of gives of a similar material. Although whether those are actually supposed to be armor or just, uh, decorative it's hard to say but it's uh has no shoes on its feet are wrapped in the uh you know base of its uh breeches but the toes which are ends in, in claws are uh completely exposed and uh, carrying just a, a single large dagger on its side and then it just has some stringy facial hair that kind of hangs down from the the sides of the cheeks and the chin, but it's not uh, not co you know continuous, um, and it does have kind of sunken eyes, and uh, once again, it's it's walking like it's just going to pass you by about ten feet on your left side. And how close is it? Right now, it's about twenty feet away. Okay. Uh, call out to it. Hello there. And initially, it kind of ignores you. What are you going to do? Try it a few more times. Just okay. And the second time you call out to it, it just kind of jumps. And it turns to face you. And you can see it kind of it loosens its dagger in its, in its sheath and says, Can you perceive me? Yes. 
He says, how is that possible? You should not be able to be even be aware of my presence unless I make you aware. Well, I personally do not know why you have, why we can see you. Do you know where we are? He says, I am wandering the lands of what you call the kingdom. But... As I said, you should not be aware of me unless I've made you aware. Wait, you think you say you're in the hmm. I am a traveler from another realm of existence. Um, I have taken an interest in your peoples and their final fate, you might say. And I've been investigating the way your species will evolve. Um, I've uh, been quizzing your wise elders, and I've been doing investigations with your high holy types. And he kind of squints at Creval and he squints at uh, at uh, Cotter and he says, which I perceive neither of you are at this point. This is not an insult. This is just my analysis of your progression in your studies. You might call me the mind traveler. For I exist mainly on the psychic plane. And perhaps this is why you can perceive me. Are you in some altered state of reality? We're not entirely sure. I think a lich put us here. Fascinating. It's, it's happening. How do we get out of it? We're not travelers like you are. We'd rather stay on our own plane. He kind of squints at all of you and he says, my initial inclination is just to kill the lot of you. That would take care of all of our problems at once. But it occurs to me that maybe your fate and mine are intertwined and perhaps this is why you have come across me. Explain more about how you entered this state where you can actually perceive my presence. Um, the only way that we have been transported here is through, uh, the lich that we spoke of snapping his fingers and just teleporting us to this plane. We're not really sure much of anything else. I do not perceive you being on a different plane. You are in the kingdom. So then where are our, our physical bodies? Perhaps it would aid me if you were to describe what you perceive around you. Right now, like what we're looking at. Yes. Well, it's flat plain and there's no really sky or end to it. And at the edge of the horizon, there's a violet dim. But other than that, there's nothing. Fascinating. For you see... 
you are standing outside the gates of the land that you call Kaleskwe. That's where we ben. were. So, describe this lich to me. The last time we saw him, he was wearing a red robe, I believe. No, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I must remind myself to explain this as if I'm dealing with children. Explain to me the powers that this lich has. Uh, he's an illusionist. He's ancient. Ah, now things begin to fall into place. So clearly this lich has placed you in an illusion. And because of your altered state of consciousness, you can actually perceive me even though I only exist in your minds. So if we were to just walk in this plane, we'd be walking in Kaleskwe. No, of course not. You would only believe you are walking on the plane, for you are stuck in illusion. You probably are stationary lying on your backs at this point. Oh, great. Can, can, you, on my can you help us break this? I do not know the answer to that, for your minds are untrained in this particular discipline, but I can guide you in the proper steps. Which one of you would you say is most skilled in the arts of magic? I'm appointing him. That's me. Arlen. <laughs> I am. I perceive that you are yet a budding vine in the growth of magic. But perhaps you have the best help here. Since you now know that you are an illusion, you must focus your mind on that this is not reality. You must break your connection with this non-reality. Do you have it in you to focus in such a way? I can sure give it a try. Okay, so why don't you roll for me an Arcana roll? What kind of roll is it? Just a check. Oof. Seven. Nope, eight. And he uh, comes up to you and just slaps you across the face. It says, no, fool, concentrate. It's kind of hard not... to concentrate if you keep slapping. This is not something that is a game. Concentrate. On what is reality. Okay, roll Arcana again. Uh, 17. Ah, I think you can see the edges of this reality. And he slaps you again across the face. Now concentrate harder. Well, it's working so far. 17. I'll roll with advantage this time. 19. And you actually see things just kind of waver a little bit. And it's, ah, I can see in your eyes. You did perceive that this is not reality. But you are not yet strong enough to break it. And he slaps you again. It says, oh. <laughs> try harder. So roll with advantage again. All right, my friend, you're going to need to stop slapping people. I mean, it seems to be working. Not no? good. Not working, no? Okay. It was working 13. until this point. Actually, I believe I need to be 
even more forceful. Oh. If I need to have your untrained minds to break free from this. I don't like that idea. Hey, can't we, like, cast a spell to boost his role? I mean, unless you're, like, magically in face magic every time you slap him, there's no real point in doing it that way. Arlen is a soft flower. He is more tenacious than you give him credit. That was weird. Arlen, can't you? You have to focus to cast your magic. Infuse your magic into yourself. Oh, can you tides of chaos to your goals? Is that <gasps> oh, no, it just gives me advantage, I think. Wait, hold on. Can I tides of chaos this? I think it you just... You can tides of chaos and... I know. It only allows certain things. Um, gain advantage. So I'm already rolling with advantage. And without the uh, problem of having tides being up. Yeah. But like it would be real thematic. But I tell you if what, if you out. if you invoke tides of chaos, we'll give you double advantage, and you can roll three times. Oh heck yeah, we go in tides, boys. <laughs> so There's a bunch of flumps that just appear in Kalesquay. Yeah. And this He's afraid of flumps, this creature. Oh, okay. That's okay. a 19. 18. Okay. Yeah, so 19. that's a 24. Okay. And so he he slaps you again. You invoke tides. And all of a sudden, it's as if the world becomes this shadowy... Oh, I don't like that. ...cross-planar existence. You, can, you perceive that you're lying on the ground... Outside of Kaleskri, right where you were. Sleep but at the same time, you can also see the uh, endless plane around you. And you realize that it is unreal. And you realize that you can exit it at any time. That's nifty. Um, um, does that look like anything to us? Or is he just, is and he just standing there? He's it? just standing there. But all of a sudden, boom, you're right there lying on the ground outside of Kalesquay. Um, and the uh, mind traveler, he turns to the rest of you and says, yes, he has awakened his mind and has broken the thrall of the spell. Now I need the rest of you to do the same. Oh, good luck, guys. You must concentrate. So everyone give me Arcana roll. Wow, whole plus one to that. Four. <laughs> Ooh, 21. Okay. And <laughs> five. <laughs> 22. Okay. And so based on what you just saw, um, Craval and uh, Noan, you guys, obviously Noan, with your focused mind from all of your uh, you know, monastic, monastic studies, um, and then Kraval, just um, just you know, kind of the strength of your uh, of your hold there. You guys, you know, saw what um, Arlen did, and you guys kind of mimic it. And the same thing. All of a sudden, you just see this kind of confluence where you're in the shadowy, endless plane, but at the same time, you're also lying flat on your back outside Kalesquay, and you guys are able to snap free from the illusion. So. Adri and Cotter. Hmm. I'm gonna... The, uh, the uh, mind traveler comes up and slaps you hard in the face each and says, try harder. 
Seek Do that within. one more time, buddy. I, I, I have a quick question. Out of character. Would the monk's ability that tranquil mind thing one condition this count as a condition? It really doesn't. It's a whole different it's not, you know, not I not tried, Jesse. Good luck. Okay, so roll you... again. All right, does this add advantage or um this would be add advantage, yes. Okay. Can I cast spells? Nope. No? Okay. Ten. Seventeen. Um, and actually, uh, Cotter, you see everything just kind of flicker a little bit, but then it's back. And the mind traveler turns to you and uh, their, uh, Adrian says, you must concentrate as your companion did. Utilize the skills you have learned in your long studies. And he Does turns anyone to else <laughs> see the Batman and Robin meme? I can't see reality in the Batman's <laughs> 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 Well, now I can. Um, I just had to focus enough. Ayo. So roll roll again with advantage. <laughs> 12. Both rolls were 12. 15. Okay. And he says, no, you're not trying hard enough. And he says, I can see that greater privations are needed to focus your minds. He says, kneel before me and turn your backs to me. He gonna murder you. Insult me. And second time he pulls that. out a rod out of his cloak. Yeah, he gonna murder and you. And these crimson blazing tendrils dangle from it like some sort of hellish cat of nine tails. He says, we will focus your minds. Can I try, now kneel. Can I try focusing before this happens? No. You, no. Tried, to, you tried to focus twice. Okay. I'm going to take a wild guess that Master Cho never did this for you. No, Master Cho had different techniques. Yes. Ones that were less rude, too? You mean you didn't get the scorpions? No. Oh, well. Well, I also didn't, you know, rebel okay. against. So what are you guys going to do? I guess I'll follow oh, through. I mean... This guy's a little bit too powerful to just say no i don't want to do i get the sense that i can actually like deck him in the face and not have consequences oh i'm sure there'll be consequences guy's got a glowing cat of nine tails in his hands but like do i think that i can take him or is it probably a bad idea to deck him in the face? you would have no idea you have no idea what the mind traveler's powers are I mean, this could be something like it is with the Watcher, where a single word he could speak could kill you instantly, or it could be just a uh, overly confident um, other planar being. But uh, you've absolutely no basis for making that decision. I'll submit to it. Yeah, I'll comply. Okay, so you guys will kneel down, mm -hmm. and Cotter, he comes up to you, and he says, "Now concentrate." And he slashes you right across the back with this cat of nine tails. And it feels like your entire back is on fire. So roll with advantage this time and plus five. Okay. Um, 22. Okay. And you snap free of the illusion. And once again, are lying on the, the thing with the exquisite feeling of pain still resident in your back. And then Adri, he comes up and does the same to you, just lashes you across the back. He says, now concentrate. And still plus five? Yep, plus five. So 
24. Okay. And you snap out of it as well. And he says, very good one. And all of a sudden, you guys are all lying in the middle of the road in front of Kalesque. There's a ring of halflings staring down at you, all looking very concerned. And you can just hear a voice um, of the mind traveler somewhere in the back of your mind saying, very good. You will now no longer be vulnerable to this illusion. Now that's good. Take that a little while. So, um, I, hey, Arlen, check to make sure that the phylactery is there or not. Yeah. Gonna get into your haversack? Yeah. It's not there. God dang it. How, can we tell how much time has passed? It seems like only moments, maybe the same amount of time that happened in the uh, actual otherworldly plane. So maybe about 10 minutes or 20 minutes has gone by. All right, then I want to get up and I want to ask the the halflings that are around us. I want to ask if they saw someone in a robed figure and even like, moments ago. They say, uh, who now? Um, we, we just saw you just collapsed on the ground and we all, we all gathered up here. Um, Arlen, scry on it right that, now. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm going to take out the bowl and scry on a low all. No, scry on the uh, the uh, phylactery. It only allows you to scry on a, a, a person whose name you know. You can scry on an item. No. Can't you? Not with this Not bowl. with isn't this bowl. Isn't that what we did before when we found all these locations? No, I scryed on a low wall. Okay, well... So are you going to pull out the bowl and scry? Or? Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, are you going to do that right in front of all the halflings? Yes, I am. I'm going to do it right now. Okay. And that obviously causes a little bit of a gasp of someone performing magic right in front of everybody. And But once again, you get a image first of a dark city mm -hmm. in a dark cavern. Mm -hmm. You get an image of a cave with smoke trickling out of it. Mm-hmm. A castle on a cloud, mm -hmm. and then a hellish, otherworldly scene with the sound of the uh, damned shrieking in the background. And uh, when when you look up, about all the halflings are now about ten feet further away from you, <laughs> and they look absolutely mortified. Okay, so we didn't see this one at all. <gasps> that means it was the real one. Not necessarily. Because we don't see it at all. We don't see it at all anymore. Wait, did you scry yeah. on the phylactery or on yeah. low wall? A low wall because uh, I can only scry on a person whose name I know. That's been the real one after the fake ones. You still yeah, why else would he go after this one? Either that or he's on to us. Which is... Well, he's certainly on to you, that's for sure. Right, but if he was on to us, what would be the point in and taking that phylactery if it weren't one that was particularly important. So the, what, how many have we grabbed? Is this the third one we've grabbed? This is the third one. This is the third one. So seems like, I don't know. Unless this is like a horror type of deal where each phylactery had a little bit of his soul and now he's, he's not wanting us to have anything. Well, the other ones just seem to crumple, so they seem like they were decoys. Yeah, I think that this one's maybe a little bit more important. Why else would he come after us like this? Well, I guess we better go find one. 
Um, can we get the halflings to disperse so we can like? They're they're magic? already kind of beginning to. Okay. Several of them are just. This is a little too rich for their blood, and they're taken off. Right. I want to cast locate object, and see if that specific phylactery is within a thousand feet of us. Okay. And is it within a thousand feet of us? So you you cast your spell, and it is not within a thousand feet of you. I imagine he probably just teleported away. Yeah. My question is how he found it. I will really enjoy... It's, that's easy. He just scried on one. He can't scry on you, but he has four of the people he could scry on. Find us, find you. You are a rather unique party. That's true, but also, like, he doesn't know if we have it. But then again... I mean, he probably knows that, oh, the holder that I put here is dead. They probably took it. Uh, mm-hmm. not, not, not to sound rude, but that actually, who else at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Which is so infuriating. If he knows we're going after phylacteries, why not just destroy us? I mean, we were prone. I think it's that he think he knows that we're like a little bit of a threat, but we're only a threat when we can actually threaten him, you know? So it's not like an, oh man, like we have a sword pointed at him. It's, oh, they're really annoying. But if I can just like pull the swords out of their hands every time they get them, it won't matter. That sort of thing. And he seems interested in games. Yeah. I mean, he could have just, if, I mean, if we got the actual phylactery and he wanted to come kill, take it, if we got that close, why not just snuff us out? Be done with it. Clearly, we wiped out a beholder. Yeah. There's there, there's three possibilities that I see so far. One is not the real phylactery, but he's making it seem that way. So we try another game so that we don't continue looking at the other ones. That's the first thing. Second one, this is the rest of them are under plan that he has the real one now. Is that he was like, just get it away first. Because as long as the phylactery is safe, he's safe. There's no threat to him as long as, as, long as he, nobody has his real phylactery. Right. So the reason he didn't kill us was it was more priority-wise just to get the phylactery away than it was for us to, to, to smite us down. Yeah, that's kind of what I was so, thinking as well. Plus, judging by the sound of things, the Thought Traveler... Had no idea who the wall was, so therefore Low Wall doesn't know who the Thought Traveler is. Yeah. Yeah, he seemed to be on a completely different, uh, um, you know, path than than whatever is going on with you guys in a Low Wall. That's for sure. The Mind Traveler said we were in the. Anyone know what that is? I think it was just that we were in mortal realm, material plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what you guys called the kingdom. The, it's uh, okay. like this, it's yeah, I don't think area. it was terribly complicated. But it would be interesting to actually know what state that was in, that we someone can be wandering it like that. Well, he seemed to be able to travel mentally, if you will. Um, and just the fact that you were in an altered state of reality seemed to, uh, allow, you know, you to become aware of his existence. So 
Can I do a check to see if I know what type? I mean, I would think we would have heard something about mind some things, you know, projections or whatever. Um, you Can could, I do a check? Yeah, you could uh, do a straight up intelligence check. I, I would like to as well. Mm -hmm. All right. That's plus. 13. I got a 15. Okay, yeah, none of you have heard anything about uh, mind travelers or anything like that. Hey, we if we have the ball, we could uh, our friend Galchi. Yeah, you do have a wizard you could talk to. This is true. Let's ask Galchi. Okay. I mean, we're already, and let's uh, just throw out a hat for coins because we're we're giving a show to everyone. <laughs> or do you guys want to go maybe down maybe to one of the uh, go off the path or something? Yeah, or something like that, and rent a room just so you could do that. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad idea. Or do we want to get on? The um, boat, the airship, the airship to uh, and have one of the private suites. Let's do that. Sounds good. And actually, um, you guys can see in the distance that uh, the Coeptus is coming around. Um, it's uh, making its way across from. It looks like it's coming across from Suvita's Cataracta, so it should be heading back to Ferramons and Porta Magnum after this. So you're just going to wait wait an hour or two until it gets there and, and get on board? Yeah. Um... I think so. I'm not... <laughs> what? We love broken records. Um, in that convening time, I think we should um, definitely um, rent a room if it's going to take a couple hours for it to get here. So we can resolve this while it's still fresh in our minds. Okay. So the rest of you guys want to do that, just go get, uh, have someone go and grab a room and you can all meet there and, and uh, bring the bowl out. Yeah, we can get a, you know, some food brought up. Sounds good. You are, you are remarkably hungry after being lashed by a uh, other planar entity. I was not lashed. Yes. Okay. You said focus and I did. So who wants to go grab the room? I can. Um, before we um, leave, I, I had a thought real quick. I just wanted to, there's a weapons shop around. I want to go in and look for some arrows that might be magical versus mundane. Okay. And when you guys were by here before, they, they didn't seem to have any magical items, just uh, regular stuff down here at the docks. Yeah. The um, Right now, I think magic is just like, magic items are not going to be popping up they're going to be extremely rare yeah you you probably would have to go shopping in the uh more exclusive districts in porta magnum and maybe civitas cataracta so um arlen you gonna go grab a room real quick and order food for everybody yes definitely okay so you guys can go back to the inn that you were at earlier and, and how much is that? um just uh you know just uh, just a uh parlor on the side you know basically um five silver a piece for a meal and and okay so arlen you got a room or actually a parlor off of the side of one of the uh taverns mm -hmm. and uh you got a meal for everybody and you're supping mm -hmm. and then you are uh, gonna break out the bowl and call galchabar yes call his name 
Okay. And uh, once again, he appears in the bowl. He's back in his tower. And uh, he becomes aware of you as usual and pulls out his bowl and says your name in reverse. Oh, hello, sorcerer. Oh, it's so good to see you. This is quite a run we're having every couple of days now. I hope all is well. Um, not so much right now. Uh, Aloal somehow found our location and he stole back the phylactery we just found. Wait, what? This is a disaster. Um, yeah, it is, yeah. So describe the exact events that led to this. We went to Kalesque to deal with some uh, other business that we had there as we were making our way back to Porta Magnum to destroy it. And the, um, the, uh, as we were leaving, Alawal revealed himself and sent us to that um, plane that of illusion that we actually just recently found. And um, he st- took off with the uh, with the phylactery. We on that plane met a mind traveler. Have you ever heard of such a thing? A, a what? He described himself as a mind traveler. Just describe this individual to me. He had pointed ears, not like a uh, elf, but somewhere in between that. Um, I'd describe the rest of him because I can't remember specifically what Sallow, yellowish green skin, sunken nose, uh, either tattoos or markings across his uh, top of his head. He was bald. Um, and so you give him the whole description and he says, wait, what? just one moment. And he kind of disappears from you and reappears with a giant book in his hands and starts furiously paging through it. And it says, did it look like this? And he holds up a picture and it's very similar. Yeah, very similar to that. Oh. <sighs> This is amazing. You've encountered a gif. They they exist on the astral plane of existence, outside of our regular you know plane of existence in in reality. Um, this is amazing. Uh, so, you say he was able to help you? Yes, he was able. Well, painfully by physical abuse. Uh, was able to have us focus our minds and we were able to uh, snap free of that illusion that Aloal had sent us to. Oh, this is fantastic news in its own regard. Um, yes, no doubt he'd used your physical discomfort to uh, get you to lose your hold upon the illusionary world that you're with to sort of withdraw your mind into itself with the physical discomfort of, of whatever you... Um, whatever privations he uh, heaped upon you, but uh, that allowed you to break free from the illusion. Well, this is fantastic news in its own way. Um, it means that you will most likely be able to be free of any illusions that uh, Alowal should, uh, or at least this particular one, that Alowal should land on you. But but that may be the only good news in this whole thing. So you say that he stole back the phylactery from you, that you had just recovered from the beholder. Yes, um, and I immediately scried upon all again and uh the phylactery that we had just found what did not appear well this is fascinating um so it, we we're dealing with wheels within wheels here uh the question is 
why did he steal it back from you? That is what we were wondering um, as well. It occurs to me that he is a master tactician and he might have stolen it back from you to uh, confuse you further. It could have been a, another one of the fake lactories, the faux lactories as you call them. Yeah. Um, and, but by stealing it back, he would make you think it's the real one. Or it could have been that this, in fact, was the real phylactery. We have been sort of banking on the fact that there were seven of them because seven is such a auspicious number in the world of magic. But perhaps, perhaps there were only ever six and this was the real one and he's stolen it back. Or, like I said, we could be wheels within wheels. The real one may still be out there and he may have stolen this one back to make you think that it was the real one. I'm afraid our path is not any much closer than we were before. No. Um, yes, he may, he may have stolen this one just to make you think that it was the real one. So you'd give up on chasing the rest of them and leave the real one alone. He is devious beyond words. Um, but I s perceive that you're not dead, which is wonderful. Um, yes. And perhaps that is not surprising either because uh, he has up to this point seem to delight in toying with you as a cat does with a mouse. And perhaps this is just the further bit of toying on his part to uh, make your uh, make your privations even more exquisite. Um, this is, uh, it's bad news all the way around though, of course. Yes. Um, so either he stole this one from you to make you think that it's not the real one or it was that you actually had the real phylactery in your hands for a short amount of time. Um, either way, it seems that you'll have to go and track the rest of them down just to be sure. I agree. This is, uh, this is something to think about. But the, the worst part of though, it does seem that he is now aware that you're hunting his phylacteries. Undoubtedly, he's gone to the site of the other ones and realized that they are missing. And this makes your situation very very tenuous do we think that Aloha would be aware that we broke the illusion there's no way to say at this point um i would say that probably not that uh he is uh because you've gotten out of the illusion before um so he probably just used it to make his escape again uh, but uh, he probably won't be aware that you've broken the illusion until the next time he has to put you in it and finds that it's no longer effective against you. Which would be useful if we could save it for a certain time. Undoubtedly. Well, do you have any other news, my friends? Um, not... Telesque's in bad shape, but... Oh That's dear! Just... Yes, I've heard uh, heard rumors about that. Um, hopefully, you can uh, do a little something there. I would hate to lose my fabulous supply of wine from the halflings. Yes, that would be tragic. I, I agree too. Well, hopefully, you can uh, make some inroads in that regard. Yes. Um. So where are we going now again? Are we still going back to Porta Magnum just to... Well, you guys had were going to Porta Magnum to get rid of the phylactery, but now that the phylactery is not around, I don't know if you need to go right there or whether you want to go to uh, Faramons and, and uh, take care of the problem with the sulfur. 
I think our best course of action is to go to Fairmont at this point. And then maybe research where we could find more. I say we go sulfur hunting. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. So the, the Queptus will be here in about an hour, and obviously its next stop is Faramons. Perfect. I think that would be good. Okay. So you're going to buy passage on the Queptus? Yes. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. And, and it's obviously really, uh, I might say inexpensive, but less expensive to go to, to Faramons. It's only, only a matter of about 10 silver just to do the one quick hop there. Cool. And you should be there by the, uh, by the end of tomorrow. Um, and uh, you guys get on the Coeptus. It fires its engines up, uh, you know, and you guys are off and on your way. And that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, um, yes, uh, this was a uh, Falconer reference in uh, the beginning of the episode there as we referenced the uh, metal band's Mind Traveler song in the uh, appearance of our new NPC here. We'll have to see if we end up running into the Gith anymore or whether they just happen to happen across them uh, just because they were here in the material plane and interfaced the illusion that Alohal made. Um, it was interesting to see that the party was so disappointed when they realized that the phylactery had been taken, but uh, they're not any closer to figuring out why it was taken. Is it because it's the real one, or is it because Alohal just wanted them to think it was the real one? So we'll just have to see how that pans out as we go forward. Uh, the nice thing, though, is they do seem to be free of this particular illusion. Um, we'll have to see what happens when they actually face a low wall again, if they ever face a low wall again. And uh, then finally, um, this was the second of our experimental episodes where we uh, attempted to record over the internet here in the time of the COVID virus and it didn't work out quite as well as the first one did. I don't know uh, what factors piled on but it made it a lot more difficult to uh, record the second episode than the first one. A lot more technical difficulties. In fact, uh, the reason the episode is so short is that we end up carving out whole sections of it in order to make it acceptable. So hopefully uh, you can uh, overlook those little problems. Anyways, so what's going to happen with the party now? They have broken free of Lilith's illusion, but the phylactery is gone, and I guess it's off to Faramons to see what they can do about the sulfur problem. So to find out what happens with that, we'll have to wait for the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>